we will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he is the DB of the show, and we are black in sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here, (laughs) today, we're bringing you back inside the locker room to talk about topics in and around the game. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So today... Um, you know, we want to bring you on the locker room and talk about growing the game, right? So growing the game internationally and, and just, you know, what that means to, you know, a couple of sports. And we're going to stick to the ones that we know true and dear. Uh, so we'll start off with, you know, uh, with the NBA, man, because um, I, I think in MH, you can chime in and, and let me know how you feel. It has definitely um, had the biggest surge or, or, or most um, progression in this lane about expanding the game, right? So anytime you hear, you know, the commissioners come on. That's one of the initiatives uh, that they always kind of talk about with whatever is, you know, going on at that time. So, um, you know, let's just kind of kick it off with the NBA, man. Yeah, I think it's been a, a steady progression since we always marked the dream team. And I think it even happened before that, but the 92 the dream team and how impactful that was for uh, the global game of, of basketball and <clears throat> having our stars internationally compete for um, the country and, you know, the level of play that was uh, above everybody else in the world uh, from our best players in the world um, seemed to be the the booming or the growth or, you know, that's the start of, um, you know, leaking into the internet age and all those type of things where basketball kind of blew, uh, blew up kind of globally. Uh-huh. And, and now, um, you know, Adam Silver, as you mentioned, is, you know they've they've kind of taken it to the next level of how they're doing things, and so it's it's kind of interesting where it's where it's gone and where it's going potentially with the in the NBA. Yeah, man, and, and like you know, that's definitely you know if if I would hang my hat on something, it would be you know the dream team, right? Because that's that's one of the things you talk about, right? So um, the Olympics is, is that time that you know. Once we've taken a focus, like it used to be college players that we had, you know, that will go and, and be a part of our Olympics. And until they made that switch and um, going blank, who was the first one to kind of make that that switch. But ever since we've done that and, you know, the dream team and, you know, of course, we had to have the redeemed team, but just all these different, you know, um, teams in the push of watching, you know, the top talent from the NBA go and play in the Olympics because it was like a source of pride to not only win a title, you know especially for some of the guys that are on that team that, you know, never won a title to bring home a gold medal. Right. So that was that kind of honor in that. And I would say that that's a catalyst, but it's funny if we're saying to build, you know, to, to grow internationally, it seems like that doesn't have that luster anymore as far as them getting the stars to go play internationally. Not in that lane. It doesn't, it doesn't seem that way. Uh, I mean, such so much has changed with the landscape of um, of college basketball, as you mentioned, of international basketball, of the NBA season, and how long it is, what offseason looks like, um, contracts. People are getting paid more, you know, player I mean? safety, player right? like 
you know, player safety. And then we don't have to beat the Russians. We don't have to rush. Them. I mean, the Russians, I think the Russians were the one that beat us in 88 or 84 or something like that. When mm-hmm. they do something, it, it causes a whole lot of stuff going on. We, we start putting people on the moon and everything. Just, you know, so. <laughs> well, yeah, once they that do something, that, that, that puts motivation behind a lot of motherfuckers, right? Uh, but um, so it has, but we have seen the effects, right? And then like, you know, the Toronto Raptors, right? Like, you know, we kind of forget that, you know, that's actually an international team, right? Like, yeah, it's still in the North Americas, whatever, but, you know, it's it's something across the border. And then how that's affected and the fact that they've actually won a title, right? So that's kind of yeah. cemented them in the whole ethos of kind of like the NBA lane. So, you know, I just wonder um, how much of an impact and when you're looking at expansion, if there's another team and where that would go for them. You know, if that makes sense for the for the league, I you know I I I kind of feel, and this I'm going out of line. I just kind of feel like they're on a slippery slope. It's almost like uh, the conversation when everybody's talking about this, you know, artificial intelligence and whoa, whoa, we need to we need to pump the brakes on uh, the Terminator, right? We, <laughs> pump the brakes. It, it's, it's happening too fast. Um, we we are to a point right now where LeBron James is still LeBron James, and you know one one thing we got to kind of dive into LeBron James, just kind of how he built it out. Like you know he he's got a great career, obviously on the court, but just twenty years of just dominance and publicly never really made a bad move. Uh, well, there's that's, a decision. That's a that's the <laughs> that's, that's, that's another story, but. Um, <laughs> You know, if LeBron LeBron's probably closing, you know, getting close to the end of his career right now, I don't, I don't see him playing for another decade. Um, but as moving forward, you can argue that the top five to six NBA players are not born in the U.S. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's going to is in training. You know, it's not that trend is not going to change here anytime soon with. Wimbyama that's coming up, and there's another guy that's coming up in 2024 that's an international guy. And you got Joel and uh, that African man in Milwaukee, and then you mm-hmm. got Luke. Like it doesn't seem like it's changing. Like, the NBA's yeah. trying to pump up Ja, and he he doing too much. And they like, damn, bro, like we we trying to pump you up as a North, you know, the, 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 the homeborn dude. And home. Zion, <laughs> they like, man, we don't put you on all kinds of diets, and you keep getting hurt. Like what? <laughs> who we who? Who's a star? And in the NBA, you know, it's like the league that's based around his stars. So, you know, I, I do it, – it's a new lane for the NBA where the face of your league or face of your faces of your league are not American-born. What does that do to <laughs> your, your American fan base? Maybe it doesn't do anything, but I, I think it's an interesting uh It definitely is, topic. right? Like now, I think because – heavily the nba is a you know the culture you know the black culture and as our culture we're very accepting of a lot of stuff right like so we'll butcher a name but we'll love the shit out of you right so correct you know they call luca all kinds of <laughs> different names uh you know fuck up and b's last name all of that good stuff so we are definitely an embracing culture but i do think that's something we that's you know they have to think about right especially when you look at going and playing um um in the olympics it's not an easy wed no more right like they gotta come because these guys that are in the nba are playing for their teams so that makes a change and hell even the all-star game like soon soon the all-star game is going to be u.s versus everybody 
<laughs> but even that, is it going to be even a competitive offseason? If you think about the just guys I just named, and you throw in Jason Tatum, John Moran, and Zion Williamson, it's it, it, you could throw in old LeBron, maybe Kyrie if he's not mad uh, at something. Uh, I would still probably lean to the uh, the international team, right? Yeah. So I just wonder what that looks like in a league that's so brand oriented on faces of the league. Who who is that face of the league now? Um, and is, is does Giannis want to carry the torch for the U.S.? I mean, maybe, but like that—that's his his nickname is Greek Freak. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I I get the point of being international, and it's the best league in the world. But you know, how does that for their marketing strategy? That's always been their strategy, and it's tough, the NBA, right? So the eighties, like who who is that guy in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. It's. And you're right. They put stock in some people and it's just not really kind of <laughs> come through for them. So, and there's like, who's the young phenom that's going to come over and take. So it, that. Yeah. Yama, whatever his name is, Victor. He's, Victor. He's, <laughs> Victor. He's definitely not from Nebraska. Right. So like, I'm just, I, I don't know. I mean, just imagine this, imagine, and it's a totally different setup of how they market players and stuff. But if you take the NFL brand, right. And, I think the closest thing to the NBA and the NFL is the NBA uh, is the the closest thing to the NFL from the NFL to the NBA, whatever I'm trying to say uh, is the probably the quarterback position, right? Like they get paid the most, their faces are the ones that are Team leaders. You know, yeah. You like that, that's, that's the faces of the league. Right. And can you imagine if you had six, of the Dallas Cowboy quarterback, it's not being from like, could you, could you actually imagine that? Like the Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> quarterback from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro, like think of that. Like they they hold like they that that, that wouldn't work. We we are we hey, 20 years be, away from that. America's team anymore. I'll tell you that. You can, how can you have international on America's team, right? Like that that's a so okay, let's move over to the NFL. And we can kind of jump back and forth as you know we kind of think of things, but um the NFL is looking to push that, right? Like, and they had some initiatives that failed, like when they were doing like the NFL Europe, right? Um, where they were having these uh, leagues over there using it as a development league. And, you know, and then now, of course, all the campaigns for all the international games that, you know, we put on every year, right? So London, um, Germany for the first Germany, time this past year. Mexico. Mexico City. So it's just like they're putting that product out there but I just don't know if the other places are picking up the game, right? Because um, there is no other kind of reference of the game other than Canadian football, right? Like, you know, with the, the Argonauts still <laughs> winning championship by the championship. Right. I, I just don't know what other product out there is just kind of grooming those talents or exposing people to the game other than them just playing in those cities once a year. Yeah, I think the NFL – like we said it's a, probably a little different and more of like um <laughs> this sounds terrible i can't think of another analogy but you remember when like barnum and bailey used to go to different locations be like the circus is circus a, is in town yeah it's not it's not the way to describe the nfl i'm not being disrespectful but i'm just saying like yeah they, they come in town a large their, attraction yeah yeah they just pick up their product and go places this is our product this is our you know be a fan of the nfl tackle football where i think where I think they are more aiming towards is the flag component. That's the way they can grow uh, the women's and girls game in, in into the NFL. 
there's been talks about flag being flag football being a, a Olympic sport. Yep. So now when it's Olympic sport now, okay, now you have those other countries are involved and yeah, they may not be six, you know, six, six and uh, you know, three twenty like the high school kids are in uh, Lubbock, Texas, but uh, you know, they can still play flag football and it, and it attracts another skill or never another audience. That's football, just a different version of it. Right. And I think that's kind of where they push. So, you know, when they got these international games, there's always a big push internationally for the flag component. Uh, and I think that's kind of where the NFL is growing internationally. But you, 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 I don't think we're going to, we don't think we're getting to a spot where flag is going to be played on Sunday. We're going to have fantasy football based on flag football. I mean, they, they tried a little bit with the Pro Bowl. That's about as I'm going to say, we do, have, we do have professional flag. It's called the Pro Bowl, but. <laughs> I think that's is, but I mean that's another avenue. If you can't make it to the NFL, maybe you can make it to the Olympics playing flag football. Like that's I just that's another avenue of growth uh for the game. I think it's a good thing uh for the NFL, just probably a little different than what the NBA's model is. And and I think that's it's it's interesting, right? So NBA is developing player pipeline for them to have talent to play the game to where it's like NFL is um providing uh, market awareness right or you know kind of to get people in tune of the overall game right like with flag has concepts of the game and it's just kind of a, a easier way to spread it and i think the, also the challenge is right Cheaper like is, is, oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. but the nfl also is a gladiator sport right so, exactly that's a better way to describe it not <laughs> not ring them brothers <laughs> so you know it's just like you don't have um, a culture mentality, especially when you're talking about these other um, athletic, you know, countries. The main thing is you're talking about, you know, soccer, which internationally is football, right? Mm-hmm. Or the number one sport in the world, which is cricket, which still blows my mind that that's the number one sport in the world. You know, how do you kind of take people to, you know, drop the racket or baton or whatever the thing is called that you play cricket with? Um or, you know, change the game from soccer to, to football. Cause like the way they be falling and acting, uh, it's, it's a lot, uh, yeah. but just kind of, you know, they're passionate about that sport. And it's also, it's a little, um, you know, we talk about here over here in the States, like maybe golf is a, a high barrier to entry for a sport because you think of, you know, course fees and getting clubs and shoes and, right. you know, all of that stuff to where, you know, you have, uh, most international people, all you need is a ball, right? And a lot of them yep. are kicking the deflated whatever ball, and you just kick it to the end, you know, to kick the one side of the field to the other. So I think there's just like a lot of uphill battles. Um, and then, of course, the other things, right? So Toronto, you know, has uh, the Raptors. Is they're putting a team um, outside of the states? So you know, I don't think that's like <laughs> out of the realm of uh, reality. Yeah, I, so? I, I actually think that's um it happen. You know, yeah. I mean, you 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 see the uh the ownership with the Jaguars has I don't know what his connection is with London. Um, but he's but, over there. <laughs> or if they just yeah. lost that because they're all they should they're be called London Jaguars, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I I can I can see that happening. I don't know if it's gonna happen within you know a couple years or it's gonna be 10 years, but I, I can I can actually see that happening. Um, and, and, I, then, and I think it grows. The game grows as much as a flag game grows, at least as some acknowledgement of football. Right. Um, and if you know, you got a, a, a country in Europe that can 
represent if you can if you have an athlete in Europe that can represent their country in the Olympics playing flag football. I mean, maybe you get uh, you know, some segue or to some, you know, crossover to the actual tackle game eventually. I don't think you'll get there anytime soon, but maybe maybe that's maybe that's a way. And then you know, the NFL has uh different programs, the NFL Academy, where they are really grooming, I I, I should say, uh talent in the tackle realm and, you know, they'll go out there and they'll come to college football and play college football and then get, you know, placed in uh, NFL teams. Jakob Johnson, who plays for the Raiders, uh, was a part of that program. He grew up in Germany. Right. So, like, there's sprinkle of players that are doing it. But until that quarterback position is hit, until your Giannis, until that, <laughs> I think you just have ways to go. Like, you know, it's, it's one thing for a fullback and a linebacker to be, you know, internationally born and represented. And it's a different thing for Lamar Jackson to be born in the Congo, right? That, that That's like a whole, to me, that's a whole different conversation that I don't know if the NFL is quite there yet or even if the, the game is out, reached out to that point yet. Let's and I think in. also, right, it's the development, right, because it needs to come through a college or any kind yeah. of, you know, funnel system. So I think that's the toughest um, issue that you have as well. Because it's, um, I wonder, like, how many, like, where are the regions from the Canadian football, like, where, you know, the regions of people and, like, how many, because, you know, that's, like, you know, when we were playing, you know, that was an option. Like, if, you know, you didn't make it, you could say, okay, well, I'm going to go play, you know, right in, in the CFL or arena or things like that. So, I guess he's even understanding how that pipeline or, or, or the colleges, who are they recruiting? Are they looking? Are there any kind of global talents? That you know that they're recruiting, but like but, even, said, but even in Canada, they got that rule. I mean, there's there's things that's gonna have to change mm -hmm. for it to happen, but they have a rule where you can only have so many Americans on the roster, let alone on like on the field, right? At yeah. one time, too, right? right? So um that's there's a limitation of how you can create pipelines there. So I I, I don't know what changes it, and maybe like I said, a flag is a thing, and maybe a team being in London is another piece. Um, but I think the NFL is a little bit away from being what the NBA is. I don't even know if that's the product that they necessarily want to do right away. Initially. Well, I mean, if you're looking at what's happened to the NBA, they don't want that. Right. Like, right. I mean, right now the NBA is like saying, who's our, our next, you know, we, you know, rode LeBron's back. Like I'm talking long. about, bro, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> gave you new hairline, everything, but we don't <laughs> put hair on your head. Let you regrow that. Like so, we done tried everything, bro. Like you, we, <laughs> how long can you play? I don't know. They 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 probably duct taping stuff. Curry's angles right now. We need you for at least ten more years, bro. Like, and that's right, Curry. I guess yeah, you have Curry, but like that's the thing, right? Like he's fading. Like there's not much more <laughs> with his ankles, man. Like what do you need? Steph? What, what do you need? <laughs> no back to backs. Okay, well okay. we're gonna do no back to backs from now on. We need you to be playing now. The NBA, the playoffs is. Where I think, uh, you know, I I think we can kind of get a better because nobody's watching. I mean, I shouldn't say nobody, but there's, there's a significantly reduction. less people is watching a random Tuesday night in March than there is, uh, you know, once once they get to the playoffs. So we'll see. They need their stars to be champions. I just wonder if your stars who are stars and are winning champions are not American born. Like, how does that how does that change your model a little bit? You know, since. Since the Bird Magic days, it's been about who's who, right? It's, right. it's that, it's MJ, it's Kobe, it's Iverson, it's Shaq, it's 
it's the American-born player. It's Tim Duncan. And you could throw in some Ginobili's and Tony Parker's and Olajuwon, but they're not really carrying the league. I don't know who the next person is in the NBA. I really don't. Yeah, Shaq. You had all these heirs, right, like Kobe. You had heirs of, like, people that were just figureheads that moved the needle, you know. And, and that's we're what born in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, that's just bro. like your point, though, right? So, and, and we talk about this all the time, where you're building a product based on individuals, which the mm -hmm. NBA does, versus, you know, the NFL does it, is the shield. You like yeah, the NFL team. Greatest product. team game in the world, brother. Yeah, you know, so, and, you know, they we talked on another show, they're just taking everybody's days, like, oh, you used to play on Saturday? Nope, we got that. Thursdays, locking that down. <laughs> you play on Christmas? Oh, yeah. We got You don't play on Christmas? Yep. <laughs> So they're just definitely coming after it. So how does this affect the players' associations, right? Like, how do they negotiate, you know, how, you know, because now you're talking cultural differences um, to where some we've grown up with maybe less and think about, you know, just a bag or, you know, hey, I'm going to get mine. I can, you know, for three years or whatever. So how does that in both sports, right? Not only basketball, but football, you know, I kind of wonder what those conversations were. And of course, NFL doesn't have that much to worry about. They're still working to get a, a guaranteed contracts. Right. But um, I always I wonder, like, how's that representation? You know, when does like Giannis become the, um, you know, the Chris, I think Chris Paul was head of the CBA, Kyrie Irving. And, you know, there's been a couple others. When does an international player, you know, become the head of that? And, and then what does that change for them? I do wonder that. And and, and you make a really good point. <clears throat> when you look at, let's just take soccer, for instance, or, you know, some of the people that are paid. I don't know what, you know, Christian Ronaldo is paid or Messi is paid, but it's a lot, right? Um, a lot. It's a lot, a lot of money. Um, and then when you think about the faces of the NBA, I don't know if they're making messy numbers, but, you know, whenever Giannis and uh, whoever some of the Luka, whenever they take, you know, Jokic, whenever they take those real big contracts, they're going to be in the same conversation as the international, uh, you know, homeboys out there. Whereas the NFL is, is it's a little different, right? Um, and I don't know if that's just the nature of the game or if that changes based on, kind of who your peers are you know if you market more of your individual player and his peers is Messi and Giannis I'm sure he's going to want to get he want to go to the same steakhouse right like so I, I, I would think so right so I don't know you know maybe that maybe that does change as the game becomes more global um to where you're making money like every, like 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 the top people in all the leagues are making right so right I don't know the NBA is interesting though with with how their contracts have blown up with their current like <laughs> salary structure like they, they've essentially eliminated the middle class there's no middle class in the nba it's like you either a max person or you coming off the bench making eight hundred thousand. you need to making 300 million you're making three hundred thousand. nothing else really in between like <laughs> and, and well, i don't if know you're how long, that this long enough you'll be a super max soon enough it's like, hey, we give you two years to be a super max, and if you're not good enough to be a super max, well then, well, that's you get one dribble and eight hundred thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no middle class in the NBA. So I, I am, I'm just really interested. I, I probably sound like an NBA hater. I, I just, I'm very interested in what the NBA is going to do. 
moving forward. They, I think the AI is got is a little out of control right now. They gotta, they gotta bring that in. They, they, they're trying to do some stuff. You saw the investment thing, right? Where the players now can invest in team with a new CBA. So I, yeah. I wonder how that works. Can you invest in the Washington Wizards if I play for the Denver Nuggets? <laughs> And <laughs> it, it, it start doing some shady moves so they so they roster's trash like <laughs> veto shit like nah fuck that we're not doing that <laughs> block trade requests and all that stuff yeah, it has to be I mean you know they'll probably be like minority orders so it's not I don't know if that comes with voting rights or things like that so that's I mean you start it's seeing like random players sign for you know four years. Thirty million dollars. <laughs> like hook up my boy. Like yo. <laughs> like who approved this? Why is he signing out? for that? And <laughs> he got all these shares with somebody else. I'm like oh okay, that makes sense. Huh? It's interesting. No, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, who else has done it? Because it's it's honestly it looks well. It's not look. NBA's led the way, and it kind of you know I don't want to say is biting them. Um, you know if you're looking for. You know who, what the narrative is that you're looking for your, um, for your sport, um, but it just seems like no one else is really of the major. I mean, because I guess well, if you look, a uh, hockey's already international, right? Or yeah, the it's, whole, a, it's an international it's uh, a, it's sport. sport. But even baseball is. I, we've talked about this a few times um, of how, you know, in in the '90s, I guess when I was really really watching baseball, it was mm -hmm. Griffey, it was Barry Bonds, it was. You know Roger Clemens, uh, but now those was, are all. I was Shohei, and you know, uh, I, it's the, my the, man. It's my man from. It's my Japanese bro, right? Japanese so like, cats. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even speak English, really. Like I think he's learning, right? Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. He has to have an interpreter. So how does that connect with your American fan base? I, I'm sounding really like. <laughs> Red right now, and I'm not trying to sound red, but I, what I'm trying to say is I'm just – I wonder that how's that connect? Or do they even care? The, like, how does that connect with the, the young man that lives in Las Vegas right now, right? Like, I just – you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And maybe it's, it's just a whole different world that we're growing up in that's different from what we grew up in. So – and I think it's two sides, right? So from a team perspective, right, like we, we've been in the locker room, so we know, like, in the locker room, you just get it. If someone can play, they can play no matter where they're from, right? Right. And then right. you guys uh, start to, like, get your little language. He can pick up some stuff. And, you know, you guys you guys figure out how to communicate. Cuss words oh. first. Cuss words always first, right? Yeah. <laughs> how do you, like you said, connect to that person outside of that locker room, right? Like, how do you connect to, you know, that A's fan or that Padres fan or, you know, whatever team, you know, that, that these guys are on? Um, other than my team is winning, you're making my team better. That yeah. that's like he's not he's not doing a podcast, right? <laughs> he, there's not a Draymond Green show for him that you, can, <laughs> right. you know what I mean. Like, there's not an I am athlete for my man. It, it may be in Japan, but we're not gonna listen to the it all in Japanese, right? So, like, how do you how do you to Ivory's point, how do you build those stories with players if you don't know those players, you don't even know the language, and maybe mm -hmm. like I said. We're in a different world now. You got to learn about six languages to really connect with it. And maybe that's what it is. And maybe I'm just Google, old hey, hey, Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> Say the shit to the phone. What, what is that? Hey, I, hey, I guess this, the, the sphere already, the sphere here in Vegas already Vegas. got it figured out, right? Like, right. <laughs> so, 
no, so baseball. So, yeah, I mean, I think really if you talk about the four majors here, baseball is definitely integrated. And then they do things like um, the world, was it the world games or whatever that mm-hmm. was played at the beginning of this season where, you know, you're, you're having that diverse kind of show um, showcase of talent. Um, even the little league, man, they're, they're starting it young, right? Like the world series uh, of ba- yeah. baseball with the juniors. And like, you're hearing like, you know, for sure. I think it's dope. I think it's dope. But we we've we talked about baseball being America's pastime, and it's <laughs> not American anymore, right? I mean, is it? Like, let's just be real about it. It's to the majority of it, it doesn't get the numbers that the NBA are. Does NFL. that not make it America's pastime? Because that's kind of like compared to like, you know, the Cowboys aren't any good, but they're still labeled well, as America's well, team. That, that's 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 totally different. How's that different, right? I think you're you're like saying like the same thing, right? So the Cowboys are still very relevant. I don't know how relevant Major I, League Baseball is into the. <laughs> I didn't say the Cowboys are not relevant. Okay, they still uh, you know, bring the TV ratings in. I'm telling I say you, good. <laughs> they bring in ratings right now. Put hashtag Cowboys. That's that's ten extra viewers right there. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. <laughs> Romo, 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 Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, get to. The, the, the algorithm, right? <laughs> you say Dak, Dak, Dak. <laughs> Where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? <laughs> but so, but no, like that's that's kind of like the the question, right? Like so, even in reverse, you know, the the states are bringing soccer to like everybody's doing that race to bring all they the are. soccer yep. teams here um, to the states. So everybody's kind of on track, and it's just uh, more people have kind of reached. I guess different methods. So I wonder what the original goal was and if they kind of like looking back on what they started, you know, what Dave started back in the day, if this is kind of the goal of where he wanted to be. Um, Cause it seems like the international has built, but the home base is not right with the level of talent well, we, that you're bringing. We, we overtime a lead. We, we, NIL, uh, <laughs> we G league. We don't even have the, like the same nice, nice pipeline anymore. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know. And I, think, and I think that base of fundamentals that we were hoping to build as far as the skilled talents to where, you know, these guys overseas are playing with, they may be playing professional, but they are playing like a, a um, you know, a foundation, you know, roots of basketball where they're staying in that kind of um, system for a couple of years before they're making over. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what football does. I mean, I know there's been rumors or, you know, I think I even saw, uh, and I think I posted on like my LinkedIn or something like that where there was like uh, the Super Bowl being played in London, you know, in a couple of years, if, if they would do something like that, wow. which would be, which would be crazy, crazy. Um, to have like the big game <laughs> played in London. I'm telling you, boy, they, they're going to have to let some of the baby boomers go. That's going to have to be. Because <laughs> people are going to be hot. But <laughs> you people, go, can hey. you imagine the, the, the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs I'm talking. That's American. That's professional American football. And you saying they playing in London? London. Yeah, you got to wait. You 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 got to wait a little bit for the baby boomers to not. They they gonna have some opinions about that. Lose they shit if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be. It will definitely be interesting, man. So it, it's it's definitely. And I think from a eyeballs perspective. I think that's really where the push is coming because now they can get more eyes on the game. 
So I think that's maybe because now all of this stuff is really rooted, right? We talked yeah. about this about the flex games that they're not going to flex um the Thursday night football games just yet, but we know they're gonna flex them. Um and they don't I don't want to say they don't care, but it's not they they want the fan to adjust pretty much. And yeah, uh, it's about the viewer. They want to make sure the viewer. I think that's that's a really good point. Who how who's viewing and how people are viewing is different than <laughs> yesteryear too, right? So hundred uh, <laughs> percent. So so, so maybe, maybe what we're talking about, they don't even care about because they like, <laughs> hey, little little Bobby in Japan got his cell phone. He's watching the game. So I, do you know how many people are in China right now? <laughs> we need to get them streaming on Amazon Prime this damn Thursday night game. So yeah, now, I, I, that's a good point. I mean, I, I didn't care much about F one at all outside oh. until like a little bit of whatever that Netflix thing is and kind of Great tuned into that. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Like F1 is eventually going to be in Vegas. Now let me get a champagne, and, you know, wear a white suit and <laughs> and watch, right? And get my Hamilton jersey, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's, I mean, not smarter than you. There's a lot of people that are way smarter than me that are doing these things that uh, they probably had all these questions before. I'm just a little. I'm just the guy that was born in Japan. I'm I'm the I'm the black dude who was born in Tokyo, Japan. Lived in Colorado. Spent some time in Alabama. Live in Vegas. Just hey, where you start? Where your local stars at, bro? Where <laughs> where your local stars? <laughs> well, that's definitely gonna be the question. So we'll sit and watch, man. Like you said, we'll 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 continue to see it develop and where it goes. But right now, yeah, the the NBA as far as um you know who is your league star that everyone can identify with, right? Well, I don't want to say everyone can identify with, but it's either one of two things, right? Like Michael Jordan was your hero because everybody wanted to be like Mike. Right? And he played on he played on Team USA. I right. ain't no likes. I'm not disrespecting anybody or anywhere anybody's from. Like it's all dope. But you know, how Yao Ming, as big as Yao Ming was literally in where he was from, he still wasn't touching Shaq when it comes to the fan base here right like it just right. wasn't it just wasn't and even in the marketing stand like we don't see Yao Ming on TNT maybe he doesn't want to do that maybe he's on TNT whatever that network is yeah, in China. The TNT equivalent in China <laughs> maybe he's on inside the NBA there I, I don't know but <laughs> I know he's not on here right so his stardom right. doesn't continue his whatever his brand doesn't necessarily continue it stops when he's done playing so how does that work with your current stars I mean, John Moran got a brand too. He just got to get it fixed. He got, he got that bone crusher brand. Attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> on that note, man, we 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 definitely gonna wrap it up, man. Um, we definitely want to hear from you. So, as you watch this episode, you know what do you think? You know, is going uh, how the game is growing internationally? Is it hurting? Is it growing the game? Are you seeing uh, different um, advantages from us growing the game? Um, so definitely want to hear your opinion, man. Anything else for the people, MH? All good, brother. All right, man. Well, hey, as always, thank you all for watching uh, this episode of The Locker Room. Um, as you know, we drop new episodes every Thursday, so please hit that bell, that subscribe button, um, so you can be notified when new episodes drop and visual representation matters. So check us out here on YouTube. Um, if you're listening audio, we are on 
every podcast uh, station. So Apple, Spotify, iHeart, you name it, we're there. And just remember, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I serve everybody from sports to college class to rap and rap.